Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. F1 is back, the summer break is over, way behind us. We're on it for a wild ride until the November for the end of the season. Um, we were back at Zandvoort this weekend, which is always a cool track to go to. And what, what a weekend it has been. I think it's my favorite race of the season so far. I know last week I said, oh, I'll pick Australia. But after this weekend, I'll pick Zandvoort just because... It was so challenging. It was so intense. There was, you never knew kind of what, what could happen, what could go wrong. And I think Saturday and Sunday boys' days were quite exciting. What a great way to come back, I feel, after the summer break. And probably a lot of people were expecting Max to win an easy race in front of his home crowd. But it was more challenging than most races he had this season because it wasn't obvious what were the right calls to do, for the teams at least. If we go back to the start of the weekend, I think the biggest news was obviously Daniel Ricciardo breaking his wrist and being replaced by Lawson. It's quite sad for Daniel because he's just came back and now obviously because it's a double header, we're going to Monza straight away next week. That means he's going to miss Monza as well and let's see if he's he's going to be able to make it back for Singapore, hopefully, because it's going to be mid-September by then. It was a bit of a shame to start the weekend on that. He's just got back onto the grid. He's just gone back to racing. So to have to stop again, that must be quite difficult for him. So we all wish him a speedy recovery. And I hope he's going to be back. He'll be able to be back in Singapore. I mean, we saw right before the start of the season, Lance Stroll came back in 12 days after breaking his hand. So I, it's feasible. Let's put it that way. It's feasible. But Saturday was quite um, intense qualifying. It, it started the session raining on intermediate tyres. It was a bit of a gamble of what's happening with the track drying out. Max did a good job. He started on pole. No real surprises at the front. The main surprises were Mercedes starting way at the back and Sergio Perez and Charles also like in the mid-grid not having a good session. And Alex Albon and Williams starting on fourth. Williams have quite put strong performances in the last two races, to be fair, when it comes to qualifying. So that's a big shout out to the team. I don't really know what has changed and what all the changes they brought, but it is working, at least in terms of qualifying base. Max was starting first in front of Lando Norris, Russell third and Alex Albon fourth. Quite a mixed grid. And we come to race day. It seemed all going fine and it's going to be a quiet race. I mean, there was prediction for, for rain, obviously, but I didn't expect rain to start so soon. So like it started raining in the first lap. And quite heavy rain. You know, sometimes like it started, they're like, oh, it's going to rain. It's just a few drops and it doesn't really do anything. But it was quite heavy rain to the point where almost everybody got back to the pit to put on the intermediate tyres. was a really good call. Sergio Perez came to the pit and Charles Leclerc. But we'll talk about Ferrari. It was a good call, but obviously like you don't want to know what... <laughs> you don't want to see the execution because that was all... That was just so shit, man. The guy comes to the pit, the tires are not even ready. It's just communication problems. And we've seen at Ferrari, they've had so many of them. And they never seem to resolve them. Like, they're always saying, like, oh, we're improving and we're trying to resolve internal issues we have. And it always comes back to the same shit all the time. Luckily enough, I think, because they had the good call, so the rest of the field kept going, it didn't impact them that much. But in reality, if you look at it, Leclerc pitted with Sergio... So he should have been in like the top three 
after that, while he was like still in the kind of fifth, sixth position, it does play an importance. What we'll see here is how Mercedes is going to turn because Mercedes is going to get really wrong. They're going to stay on the slick tires for a few laps and that's going to mess their day. We'll see. Look, they had the pace in the car. That's the sad, I think that's the sad thing. And Toto said it after he was pace was there and we'll see it in the end. It's just this error at the start messed up the whole day. They made all the wrong calls. It was an impressive start and we'll see like... That's something sometimes with the rain is it makes things up when it comes. The thing we had this in this race is that it came really early and then you'd think, you know, it stopped, start to dry out, people wearing like dry tires, it's gonna be a quiet race again. And then it started raining again like crazy. That made it that made this race up because there was so much unprediction to it. If we look at the final positions, Max won in in front of his home crowd. I'm not keeping the suspense too long, like Probably everybody knew, knows it already. Max winning. Nine win in a row for Max. He's equaling Sebastian Vettel. It's mad. I mean, today I did think, if we look at it, it's, it's one of the races where he had the least time over the second. And I thought at some point at the end, I thought, oh, maybe there's a chance he might not win, even at the start, because Perez pit it first to get... And he got the lead and Max was like 10 seconds behind. And I was like, oh, maybe we're going to get Sergio to win today. But the difference between the two of them, the difference in pace between, I don't know how to, you can explain it. How with the same car can you have such a difference? I don't know. It's insane in all honesty. Alonso finished second on Aston Martin, really good race of Aston Martin. Pierre Gasly finished third. Even though he had a, f- a five-second penalty, he still managed to finish third in front of Sergio Perez. Carlos Sainz on the only Ferrari that finished this race, fifth. Hamilton, six. Norris, seven. Alex Albon, eight. Piastri, nine. And Ocon, ten. I think a lot of stuff happened in the mid-grid. After Max took the lead from Sergio, after the first rain event, he was kind of on his own, to be fair. He was doing his own thing. He never really built a massive, massive gap, but he was still like way far at the front and managing the race. Actually, when they switched to dry tyres, after the rain stops the first time, Red Bull advantaged Max over Sergio because Sergio was in the lead. So he should be getting the first call to change his tyres and put the slick. And they got Max first. So he was able to undercut Sergio and take the lead back and... We saw it was Red Bull's call. It wasn't Max's call. And that shows the impact. I mean, we know he's he's obviously the lead of the team and everything. Still, he's, he's, he's so much comfortable in his advantage in the championship that Red Bull could, you know, give a bit of space for Sergio as well. But they preferred advantaging Max and give him the priority on the strategy to get him first. And, and I think that's going to be hard to swallow for Sergio because, you know... If it was a tight championship, I'd be that's normal. You need to take decisions. Max is so far ahead. It's very unlikely he's going to lose the championship this year. It is quite harsh on, on Sergio to have such a bold statement from Red Bull, you know, being like, we're always going to put Max first, even though we don't really need to in reality. The Max took the lead again from Sergio. And what we're going to see is the most horrible, horrible race of Charles Leclerc. <laughs> I've ever seen I was like what the fuck is happening he was dropping so fast he had zero pace even we were he was again taken over by like an Alfa Romeo and being like two seconds behind the Alfa Romeo after just one lap 
at some point I was like, this guy's gonna finish last. <laughs> you need to stop him because he's finishing last at this rhythm. He had some damage because of a contact on the first time, but I don't, I don't think it was obvious we knew what was going on. Turned out he had floor damage and he retired, which I think they should have done it a bit before because there was really no point for him. It wasn't going anywhere. It was just a pain to watch for me. I think it was a pain to watch for all Ferrari fans, probably. And I just wanted this this to be over. This weekend, Carlos did a good job. He finished a fifth, but still, and I talked about it, he was right behind Gasly for, for a big part of the race. And then Gasly got a five-second penalty for speeding in the pit lane. Even with that, Carlos didn't manage to finish in front of him. So that tells you that we didn't really have the pace much to this weekend. I think we knew it was going to be a struggle, but I don't think to this point. And when we know Monza's coming up next week, it's probably going to be a shit show again. It, even the drivers had enough. Even like said he can't wait to get rid of his this car. So I think it's going to be a long end of the season for Ferrari. I'm still hoping they can make it to third in the championship. But they're going to have to fix up because Alonso's on it and he's going to take every opportunity to finish in the top position. And, and you know, he, he's he's doing it. We saw it today. He finished second. I think it's going to be hard for Ferrari if they keep doing like this. Probably a weekend to kind of semi-forget Sainz did a, a decent race. It's still quite far, you know. If the McLaren and the Mercedes didn't have such bad strategy calls, there's big chances they might have finished in front of him. So there's really a lack of pace for us. The most exciting part, obviously, the rain that came back a few laps before the end. Really strong rain, by the way. I was expecting a little bit. It was raining so much. I was a bit annoyed, and I'll tell you what, because so most people stop stop to put the intermediate tires, but it was raining so much that it probably was the wet. They stopped Max to put the wet on, but Max had a lead on his own, so it was fine. He went back first, and then they stopped Sergio Perez. And as soon as they did that, Alonso was already second at that time. Gasly and Sainz were right behind him. They kept going. After Sergio finished his pit stop, he was still in the pit lane. The red flag came in, so meaning the race is suspended. You know, you could see it. You could see the red flag was going to come because we had a car in the barriers. It was really raining heavy. It it was kind of obvious there's going to be a red flag. So I was like, finally, Ferrari, good call. We stayed out. And then they put Perez back on third because when they red flagged it, he was in the pit lane. They took the standing of before the last time where they where they took time so he they put him back in third and I was like that and like I get it's kind of fair because where are you gonna put him for fu- like it's never going our side it's never going our way that's the annoying bit didn't cost him anything he started back on third and we started again it's good that they didn't wait too long to restart the race the race restarted in inter- on intermediate tires nothing really changed after that it's just so Sergio Perez took also a five-time penalty speeding in the pit lane. So he dropped behind Gasly. And Sainz had a really hard fight with Lewis to keep on that fifth place. Which I'm so glad he did. Because we needed it. I mean, I was so pissed that he couldn't finish fourth. Even with Perez's five-second penalty. I- I'm really surprised he made it to fifth. I thought Lewis is going to cruise past him. But in the end, he-, he managed to do it. And he saved a bit of a weekend. I think best race of the season so far and the crowd was so intense and everything was was there even in the end Alonso challenging Max in the last few laps he stayed in one second behind Max for 
for two or three laps after after the rolling start again. I felt like there was something there. He could have gone hit for it, but it's Max again. What can what can we say? It's Max again. I'm waiting for this time where I'm gonna tell you someone else won. Because I feel since I started this podcast, it's always been Max winning. And you look at it and you're like, honestly, what? I feel like I'm just a, a broken record. Just always telling the same stuff over and over again. So I can't wait. I know it's going to happen in this season. I know someone else is going to win. I hope it's not Sergio because we've already had him. Like, I want someone else than Red Bull. That's what I mean when I say someone else. Not Red Bull. I want not a non-Red Bull team to win and apparently it's going to be raining again in Monza next week that's the prediction there's more chances of someone else winning and breaking that roller coaster that Red Bull and Max are on for the past nine races it's gonna end and it needs to end soon for the sanity of all of us what a brilliant weekend to come back to F1 I can't wait for the rest of this month obviously in the driver championship Max is way ahead he's 138 points ahead of Sergio, so he's way in the lead, which take no real suspense on that aspect. Now I think we need to take race by race and just be excited for some action to happen. Uh, don't forget Monza next weekend, Ferrari's home race. Hopefully a Ferrari on the podium. Let me dream, please. Leave me in my dreams. Ferrari on the podium, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.